Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Change is constant, and nowhere is this more true than with your company's network and network security. With an SD-WAN solution from Blackfoot Communications, you get the best of both worlds. A scalable network to quickly connect remote offices and the protection from downtime that ensures your network is always on. For more information, visit blackfootbusiness.com or call 866-541-5000. Blackfoot, connect to more. From the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanez. Welcome back. Tutel Nuanez, 102.9 ESPN Radio, hour number two coming straight at you. Uh, if you missed anything in hour number one, listen on the podcast, the Tutel Nuanez podcast, available wherever you get your podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. You can check out the podcast anytime you would like to have it. It's a beautiful thing. Podcast available thanks to Blackfoot Communications. Also, the newest episode of Grizz Greats, Silver Anniversary of the 1995 National Champions, episode number six. It is out with Blaine McElmurray. Blaine McElmurray, good enough to join us and sit down, tell some great stories, relive some great memories. So, again, you can get Grizz Greats uh, Silver Anniversary podcast wherever you get your podcast: Google, Apple, Spotify, and we even got a website for you, grizzgreats.com. You can go online and listen to it. Uh, you know, if, if you're not into the podcasting, you can just do it in your web browser. It's that easy. So uh, go check that out. Uh, the newest one with Blaine McElmurray is out right now. Uh, Coulter, so we jump in here to hour number two. People want to call, by the way, 361-3688, the phone number. All guests join us via the Rankage Brothers RV phone line. You can also listen live. Online, 1029ESPN.com. You go there, you jump in the stream. Thanks to Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Uh, we got a chance. We do this each week. 
try and catch up with the uh, coaches around the city of Mizzou at the high school football level. We got two for you this week, Matt Johnson out of Big Sky and Mick Morris from Hellgate. We'll start with Mick Morris. Mick Morris and the Hellgate Knights, a huge win last week, and really is that is a big, big win to back up a season that had a pair of wins last year. In fact, even did th- they win three games a season ago. Two or three for the Hellgate Knights, but to uh, get a win this last weekend uh, up the Flathead Valley was a big deal, and it was a personal breakthrough, which I did not know for Coach Morris. So here you go, our interview with him. Off we go to the Rangage Brothers RV phone line, and happy once again to welcome in the head coach of the Hellgate Knight football team, Mick Morris. Coach, congratulations. Great win uh, last week over Flathead 28-20. You bounced back from week one. Uh, what did you like about what your team did on Friday up in the, uh, up in the Flathead Valley? Well, I, I, obviously, what I like the most is we came out of there with a win. Um, and I was actually thinking about it on the way home, and I, I don't know if in my, my life I've ever won any contest in Flathead, um, whether it's coaching, whether when I was playing at Butte High in football and basketball. Uh, I remember going up there uh, as a 12-year-old for, I believe, a, a state Little League all-star competition, and we went two in barbecue. Uh, so that was pretty good to, to come out of there. So, with so a this win. is your own personal um, breakthrough, is what you're telling me. Like it took you to your, you know, you know, as a, as a, you know, middle-aged man or whatever to get out there and get this thing done in the flathead. Yeah, and I, I didn't. I guess I didn't even think about it until one of the people. You know, I think one of our coaches said, "Man, it's been a long time since I won up in Kalispell." I was like, I don't know if I've ever won up there. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess you know, good to beat up some personal demons. Um, but yeah, no, I think you know I was obviously proud of our team. Um, you know, we kind of jumped out a little bit early on them, and then you know they came back, and then we were able to kind of weather the storm a little bit. So, yeah, proud of our guys. Stud wide receiver for you guys, Ian Finch. He had a couple touchdowns, including a forty-one yarder to put you up before halftime, and then the one that eventually gave you a lead, a fourteen yarder with three hundred one left in the third. How big was his performance in helping you guys stay ahead? Yeah, I mean, and, and I think, uh, well, the, the one that put us ahead was on, it was like fourth and 10, too. So, uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, he's uh, he's phenomenal. Um, I think that, uh, you know, there's obviously some really good athletes in the state and there's some really good receivers, but, but he's right there with them. And, you know, it's no secret, you know, who we're going to go to, but, you know, his ability to just kind of battle for balls and, you know, we were driving then even to, to, to go up 28-0, and it was, I think we had a fourth and seven, and I think everybody in the stadium knew we were going to kind of go to him, and uh, he ended up catching it, got knocked out at the one-yard line, and the next play we, we, we ran it in. So, um, yeah, he was he was really good again. You mentioned a bunch of good athletes in the state, and, you know, I've covered recruiting in the state of Montana for a long time, and it seems to me like there's more – Division one caliber guys in both the junior and senior classes in Montana than in a long time. Do you see that? And do you, do you see that having an impact just on the, the play on the field early on here in the 2020 season? Yeah, I think that's a, a very accurate statement. I think, you know, last year, you know, even if you probably talked to the college coaches, might've been a little bit of down year. Um, but yeah, there are some, there's some guys running around this year that, you know, you normally don't see, you know, you occasionally you get a, you get a Raleigh Wooster, you get a Gabe Salser, but man, this year and these next two couple classes, it sure seems like there's a lot of them. 
you know, again, when you think about the, the history of Hellgate since you've been there and obviously even before, and you, it went from, from literally nothing. There was not football at Hellgate several years ago and at the varsity level to building it back up and trying to get back in the win column. You do that a season ago, but then you want to build on that. So just in terms of the arc of Hellgate football, how big was this victory on Friday to continue to progress and have you know another win in another season? Yeah, obviously, you know, we, we, we want to always get better. And when you when you graduate, a lot of kids like we did last year, and and, and definitely bringing in really a, a really young team this year. You know, you, you look at your schedule and you're you're trying to piece together like you know where where are those wins going to happen? Um, and you know, obviously looking at our, our first two weeks, and um, you know we knew we w- those were going to be winnable games for us, and those were going to be games we could be competitive in. So to obviously we, we would have want to come out of that two and oh but to be able to come out of it one and one and especially with the road win you know we're pretty happy about it but again you know we we have a lot of belief in our kids and um we definitely do have some some talent there and you know we want to we want to keep building we don't want to be content obviously just you know being competitive and win a few games here and there you know we, we want to make the playoffs we want to do those type of things now this week Helena high coming to town Bengals were Pretty darn good last week in their 48-7 win over Missoula Big Sky. And Caden out he threw five touchdown passes, which I believe tied a school record at Helen High, and they've had a lot of good quarterbacks. So what's the scout on the big quarterback for the Bengals, and how do you hope to slow down that offense? Yeah, they are uh, they're an extremely physical team. Um, and, you know, offensively, they're actually about 50-50 run pass, but, you know, their fullback's about – 250 pounds. Their running backs are about 210 pounds. They're big across the front. You know, QB is a, a big kid with a with a good arm. I mean, you'll see him playing on Saturdays here, not too, not too long from now. But yeah, it's definitely going to be a challenge. Obviously, you know, you kind of got to. They're they're really good at running the football. They're good at throwing the football, and so, you know, we're going to definitely have to have to take some chances and you know, hopefully force a few turnovers. Tonight, seven o'clock, Hellgate hosting Helena. Hi, looking forward to this football game. Coach Morris, thanks so much for taking the time out. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. From Mick Morris at Hellgate High School to Matt Johnson at Big Sky. Big Sky, winners in their first game against Hellgate, but then losers a week ago against Helena High. Uh, excuse me, against, yeah, against Helena High, and now have to bounce back this week. Here you go, the Big Sky Eagles head coach. Happy now to welcome in the head coach of the Missoula Big Sky Eagles football team, Matt Johnson, coach, thank you so much once again for being with us. Appreciate it. You got to win week one, but then went up against a very good Helena Bengals team, one of the best teams in the state, very likely. Great quarterback there for the Bengals as well, and had a tough uh, outing against them on Friday. Talk to us about the game. You're one and one now, though, on the season. Where are you at as you sit here today looking at Glacier? Yeah, thanks for having me on again, guys. Uh, Yeah, Helena, I mean, they're a pretty tough team, especially defensively. You know, they got a couple – couple really good guys up, up up front they're hard to hard to handle and they help they work to control the game and um you know we were a little bit you know got shell-shocked a little bit right off the bat because we hadn't seen that type of of those players you know in our first game and so when then we just kind of battled to to get over it and uh you know it was an eye-opener for us and I think it was good that our kids had to see that and get through it. I, I think we could play a tighter game with them, but we can't go up there and limp, you know, get off the bus and uh, halfway asleep and think that we're going to compete with a team like that. So um, 
hopefully we learn. We'll find out when we go get off the bus up in Kalispell. You know, I don't, on film anyway, they don't look, you know, quite as physical up front as Helena does. But, I mean, they're still a good team, and they're 2-0, and and they got a lot of confidence, and uh, we're going to their home field. So our kids need to be off the bus and, and ready to get after it, you know, right when we get there. It's been interesting to watch the evolution of high school football in Montana because it seems as if there's been sort of this tipping point where a lot of teams have started going towards the trends of modern football with you know having a running quarterback and putting a, a great athlete back there. And it's funny. It seems to me, though, Helena High is kind of a throwback Montana team with you know the big, strong quarterback who can throw the ball down the field, and then they take care of business in the trenches too. I mean, do they remind you of kind of an old-school team? Yeah, a little bit. Um you know, and I would say that for them moving forward, they, I think their run game's got to get a little stronger. Um, when they want to, though, if they turn their quarterback loose, he he can run. So, Matt, then what's the general scout on Glacier? I know they have a pretty good senior quarterback as well. So what do you expect out of the Wolfpack? Do they look similar as they have in past, past years? You know, expect their, their run game's pretty formidable. Uh, they got a 5'11", 230-pound two, running back who runs hard. Uh, he's not he's not necessarily elusive, but he's but he runs hard. He runs downhill. Um, so that's you know we got to be able to stop their run game because once they get their run game going, it it just expands everything they're able to do. So they throw the ball around pretty well. I would say they're not as you know they're not as good as they've been in the past, maybe in their skill areas, but they're still pretty solid. So um, it's you know it's going to be tough duty up there and. and we always call it Happy Valley. You go up to Happy Valley, and it's, uh, it's tough duty up there. So, you know, hope we got to stop their run game, though, in my mind. Anybody who follows Big Sky, who really follows double-A football, knows about Coulter Janicaro and obviously the lineage of Janicaro is going through Big Sky. But tell us another guy or two on your team who you think is emerging and who you think, uh, you know, needs to play at a, at a pretty high level for you and kind of start coming through uh, for this team to have success this season. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, we got a we got a few guys that I I think can really step up and and contribute and and have maybe already in some ways. We just need to be more consistent. But um, you know, one is Hunter Mines, and you know he's a tough kid and he's been playing pretty well for us. You know, hopefully we can get him going in our run game. Uh, Colby Jensen on defense has been he's been pretty solid, but I think he can take another step. You know, after watching our Helena film take a little bit more and he'll, he'll be right there. Uh, Lewis Sanders is <clears throat> pretty explosive and we're really close. Uh, same thing, especially on defense. I mean, he had some, some pretty amazing plays really, um, and get him going on offense. So we, we got a few guys, another guy, I guess too, would be Trey Reed. You know, he's another guy that we need to get him to get on fire a little bit. Um, so we can just so we can spread it around a little more and use all of our talent. So we're hoping, and we're we keep working to try and do that each week. Um, some weeks are a little harder to get to it, but hopefully we can can spread the wealth a little bit in this game. Matt Johnson, head coach of the Big Sky Eagles football team at Glacier tonight. Matt, thank you so much. Appreciate you being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Week three, tough matchups for Hellgate and for uh, uh, Big Sky Coulter going on the road to Glacier for the Eagles. And then Helena High is maybe the next best team after Sentinel in the West, right? I mean, Helena High I think is pretty good.
I've underrated Hell on a High after watching some highlights from last week's game against Big Sky. Uh, Hell on a High is really good in the trenches. Scott Evans, the head coach, his he's got two sons on the team. One's a mm-hmm. senior, one's a junior. I, I guess I didn't. Re- they weren't on my radar yet. They're good. They're both D one guys. They actually they both got offered yesterday by both the Cats and the Grizz. I think this one that's a senior is going to be a preferred walk on type guy. But the one that's a junior, he's a he's an early offer, like one of the top recruiters in the state. So mm. those guys are good players. They they have a lot of, of talent across the board. And I think that the quarterback, if he keeps developing, is going to be a, a Big Sky Conference caliber player. Here's what's going to come down to for Big Sky. Big Sky's tough. They're always going to be tough. That's how Matt coaches. That's how Matt Johnson coaches them, man. Yeah. I mean, he's he's an anaconda guy that just literally doesn't accept anything less. You're going to tackle at Big Sky. Like, the, the practices, I'm sure, are still full speed. But yeah. here's what it comes out to Big Sky, being able to guard on the perimeter or not. That's what mm-hmm. Helena High did last week. They just threw it deep. They scored five touchdowns in the first half through the air. Right. And it, it got Big Sky behind, and then Big Sky can't do what they got to do. Yeah. If they can just mitigate the pass and just run the ball, They'll be competitive because they have one of the best running backs in the league, in, in the state, in Colter Janicaro. Yeah. Uh, it is to tell Nuanas. It is 102.9 ESPN Radio. Hey, we couldn't get to Neil yesterday. Neil Daly, we tried to, and you couldn't. So we're happy to get to him now. Neil Daly is a, a great football player. He's a commitment uh, commit to Montana State. He started his career at Sentinel. He finished his career. His folks moved halfway through his high school career to Billings. He's at Billings West. He is you know plays both side of the, sides of the ball, has five touchdowns through, through two weeks as a tight end, but is really being recruited as a defensive end, a defensive player by Montana State. The no East versus West is such an interesting factor mm. because the teams that are the elite teams in Double A are going to have a chance to build so much momentum. In Double A, a three zero start is so big, huge, because you're halfway home yeah. in the playoffs right. already, right? And West, they're playing at Gallatin tonight. I mean, Gallatin, they don't even have any seniors. Now, not West, a senior on the team. Yeah, West right. is stacked. And I was looking at their roster. We talk about numbers being down. West got 107 guys out for football. Wow. So. Uh, I, I don't know how many how many reps Mr. Daly is going to get, but uh, West has a good chance to be three and zero after this weekend. And, and Daly's been a, a really good guy, both sides of the ball for Billings West already. All right, we go now to the Rankish Brothers RV phone line, and we welcome in a senior at Billings West playing football for Billings West. He's also a commit to Montana State University. Neil Daly, Neil, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? Doing well, uh, Neil couple of things here. You said such an interesting high school career. You started off in Missoula at Sentinel. Your uh, your folks, your your dad got a job. You moved to Billings. Now you're at Billings West on a great football team there. Had a lot of success here early going. What was it like for you to be on an all-state uh, track team, a, tra- a state championship track team, obviously playing football at Sentinel as well, and then move across the state to the east side of things and do it at Billings? I mean, it just feels great. Just everywhere I've gone, it seems like we've had winning programs, which really helps push me because I've always had people here that are a lot better than me when I was growing up, and that's who I strive to be. Take us back to that experience at, when you were a sophomore at Sentinel because that was an awesome – I was up in Kalispell covering that track meet, and it was a sweet moment to watch because it's been a long time coming for Sentinel. I think since 1963 since they'd won a boys' state track and field championship. I know the girls had had a couple flirting with them and also a championship in there as well. But when you guys were able to break through and kind of come together and everybody contributed like they did, what was that moment like winning that state title? I mean, we just felt the moment of like euphoria in there. It was just a long time coming. We worked all all year to get to there. And we had all these friends, all the seniors working, putting it in, leading us through the state championship. It was just great. 
when it came to your recruitment, I'm interested because you obviously were in Missoula, had kind of a front row seat to the University of Montana. Then you go to Billings and you're closer in proximity, certainly to Bozeman. So what was it like for you in terms of trying to make a decision about where to go and what ultimately led to your commitment to MSU? I was torn for most of the summer about my commitment, just thinking about positives and negatives. Growing up in Missoula, it was Grizz every weekend, Grizz every day. But then when I came here, I kind of got to see both sides and see that the cast also had a pretty dang good program and their coaching staff was also pretty good to me. They were treating me well. They were telling me kind of how I fit into their program, which I really respected that. Was there a moment or, or something specific that the coaching staff sold you on that kind of made you realize what Montana state had to offer? Uh, they more or less say the coaching staff sold me when they told me they didn't care where I went. They'd be rooting for me wherever I went, but they wanted me to be a Bobcat. That's kind of what sold me. And then I also had a good friend from Sentinel, Rylan Orders, playing for the Cats now. He kind of talked to me and told me how great the coaches are there and how I love it. And that kind of sold me there. I know the coaching staff's really high on Rylan, and, and it's been cool to watch him develop. He's definitely a great athlete. Um, from a football perspective, I know you've played a lot of defensive end, maybe a little bit of outside linebacker as well at the high school level. What sort of role do you see yourself fitting into the Bobcat defense? What sort of things do they tell you maybe they project you as uh, in that 3-4 defense that they run? They're saying more or less I'd be like a stand-up outside linebacker in so that area. Kind of that buck end that they play, or are they thinking you more on the other side as a Sam? I, I can't really remember it at the moment. I'm thinking kind of that buck end. Yeah, totally. I, 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 your build definitely caters that, no question, and I think that you, you have some upside um, at that position for sure. Uh, tell us about this season so far at Billings West. I know that uh, the Bears has been an interesting program to follow because so much success for so many years under Coach Claybo. I know that was a little bit before your time and a little bit of struggle the first couple of years under Coach Stanton, but now they've been rolling along pretty darn good lately. 2018 state champions, and then last year 9-2 and two made it to the semifinals of the playoffs, and then here you guys are uh, rolling along this year as well. So what sort of expectations do you have for yourself this senior year, and, and what have you thought of just the, being a part of that program the last two years? Our expectations this year is always going to be to win a state championship. We don't want to settle for maybe being the second best. We want to be the best team out there every game we play. And that's kind of how we've been trying to show it off the first two games, holding Skyview to seven points in our first crosstown game and then holding CMR to zero last week was pretty big for us, just trying to show everyone in the state that we came to play this year. And it's also pretty great under Coach Danton because he's just a, he's a great coach. He understands a lot about the kids and understands what everyone goes through. So he has a lot of expectations for us. But he also has understanding if we can't make something due to family circumstances or maybe we need to work to get some money, put some food on the table. You know, we're, we're pretty fortunate in the state of Montana, right, just to even have a season at all. When you were coming through, first of all, your your, your junior season of, of track and field gets you know canceled and so you can't participate in that and know that's you know a major bummer and you're sitting here going well are we even going to have a season so when you found out hey we're going to do this thing they're going to go out and 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 uh and have a football season and then hopefully a track and field season how big a deal is that knowing that you already have missed uh you know one of your years in one of your sports it was kind of big for me that i missed my track season last year because i've had some success at state over the past few years and i wanted to keep that going but when they canceled, there was really nothing I could do about it except go put the work in in the gym and try to get faster and better for next year. So that's what we were doing down here all summer is we were getting together, throwing some balls around and running around. You know, I know that from a sports standpoint, you know, in in, in the country, certainly in Montana, football is a, a huge, huge deal. It's the thing that gets all the eyeballs. But as an outstanding track athlete, did you have any consideration of maybe trying to pursue 
track at the Division One level of, of, of college? I did have a little consideration about going maybe and doing track, but football's just been my love for a long time now. I just kind of want to keep going with that for a few years. Now that you're at Billings West, I know another guy that's playing on the D-line with you is Paul Brott, and uh, he, he has an interesting story in himself. We're going to interview him a little bit later on this week, but a fellow Montana State commit, but he has one of the better inside looks to the program of maybe anybody just because his oldest brother, Wilson, played for Jeff Choate for, I think, three years, and Mitch Brott played his, his middle brother, Mitch Brott, played his entire career for Jeff Choate and started 50 straight games for the Bobcats. Have you had any conversations with Paul about your guys' upcoming future together and maybe some of the things that he knows about the program already because of his brothers? You know, just talking with Paul this summer, he's just always been excited about maybe being able to play a few more years together. We've grown pretty close the past two years here. He's been the guy who kind of took me under his wing as I moved into West and kind of showed me the ropes. And he, he talks highly about that program. He always talks highly about how his brothers were always happy there, how his brothers kind of they're succeeding now in life because of how Coach Choate set them up as people. Neil Daly joining us. He's a Billings West senior football player as well as a track and field athlete committed to go to Montana State to play football. Last couple of things for you, Neil. The academic side of things in Montana State, did that have any influence on your decision? And what are you thinking as far as a major uh, when you do get to the college level? The academics at Montana State definitely had a huge deal because I'm thinking about going more towards an engineering degree for Montana State. Well, that would be perfect. One of the premier engineering schools in the country, no question. Uh, it, the fact that you were able to get this decision, I know you said you mold it you know, th- through the spring and, and summer and then were able to commit in August. Get the decision off the table before playing your senior year. Does that give you a sense of relief? Uh, it does give me a sense of relief. Now I can just go out and just play, play for my team, not play for myself because I already have the, my scholarships and all. It's just for the team success this year, not just trying to get mine. And last thing for you then, what's the mindset like for the rest of this year? I know you said state championship is the expectation. So how do you go about taking care of that business? And, and what's next for Billings West, both immediately and broadly here these next couple months? What's next for Billings West is we got a game against Gallatin this week or this next upcoming Friday. They should be a pretty good team. They're pretty young, but I think after two games, they've got their first or double A win last week. Should be a good game. But we're going to try to go out and win that one. We're just going to try to take every week as it as it is and win the week. It's been our goal all year. Well, Neil, we appreciate the time. Best of luck through the rest of your senior season. We will look forward to tracking you at West and then on down the line at Bozeman and Montana State. Okay. All right, thank you. There you go, Neil Daly, Billings West, again at Gallatin tonight. We appreciate him being with us. Uh, he sneaks in there with the two coaches, so we appreciate that. This has been our Coach's Corners, brought to us by Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Go online, check out what Opportunity Bank got to offer you, and get great rates, get a mortgage, get whatever you need. Thanks to Opportunity Bank for that. Just a little note, we interviewed Jace Kluswich, and we played it off the top because yep. he's a three-star guy. Sure. We did that in lieu of interviewing Dane Oliver. It's not as if we're leaving. Sentinel, Sentinel opened up. That's right. Yeah, yeah we yeah. got Sentinel off the top of this whole thing. Good, good point for people who weren't worth us there. And if you missed Sentinel or you're looking for Sentinel, go listen to the Jay Sklusowicz interview. You can get that on the podcast. Boys and girls, it wouldn't be a Friday if we didn't speak with Carolyn, the chick who does no sports, next. Change is constant. And nowhere is this more true than with your company's network and network security. With an SD-WAN solution from Blackfoot Communications, you get the best of both worlds. A scalable network to quickly connect remote offices and the protection from downtime that ensures your network is always on. 
For more information, visit blackfootbusiness.com or call 866-541-5000. Blackfoot, connect to more. It's Friday. Sports are going on, so we talk to somebody who doesn't know about them. The chick who doesn't know sports. Coming up in just a moment, our friend Carolyn. It is 2 Tell Anyone. It is 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Speaking of that, Butte Central Laurel game, that will be on SWX Television tonight. Check that out at 7 o'clock. Also, here on ESPN Radio, we got NBA playoff basketball. Can't wait for this. We'll talk about it more in the... Uh, in the last segment. A quick right? stat about the Laurel Billing Central game. Yeah. Laurel won against Billing. Laurel Billing Central is a rivalry because they're just, you know, 20 minutes apart. Yeah. Laurel drilled Billing Central last mm. year. Beat them 22 nothing. Shut them out. First time they'd won since 2003. The <laughs> locomotives. <laughs> locomotives got to roll a little bit. They got big numbers. That's an exploding community. They got like 85 kids out for yeah. football in Laurel right now. And they got that turf. They got that oil money rolling. It's it's going pretty good. You talk about state runner up last year, and they got Eli Abbey, future Montana State Bobcat, playing two ways. So Laurel, a team to be reckoned with once again. But that's a huge game. Uh, two top five teams squaring off Billing Central and Laurel tonight. Yeah, tune in seven o'clock right here, SWX Television. It's Friday, boys and girls, and uh, we we just need to have a little bit of fun. You know, it's a little bit dismal out, raining and cloudy, and so on and so forth. The Jack Weatherman said it would be like this. He is never wrong. And that's okay because we get our mood turned right around every Friday at this time with the chick who doesn't know sports, who also, I have no doubt, is going to talk about how absolutely famous she'll be with a non-speaking part in Yellowstone. Hello, Carolyn. Did you look at my notes? How did you know that? How did I know that? I don't know. When you came in with the trumpet and the banners and the confetti yesterday screaming that you had been chosen to be an extra, which we are so very proud of you about. Yes, good good for you. I don't want to, you know, put the cart before the horse here. It's a Western reference. We're going to be very Oh, look at today. you. But, uh, you know, you go ahead, do what you like. Thanks for being here. Nice to see you. Well, thanks. I don't know after Tuesday if I'll be back because I'm sure I'm going to be, you know, selected to be a regular on Yellowstone. Rolling in it. Yeah. We'll see. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like I still want to thank my original fans, so I'll still be here. Okay. Very good. Speaking of fans. You have an unpronounceable last name for the common person. So are you going to have a stage name? Mm. Perhaps go back to your maiden name. Maybe Jennifer Capriotti. I think I'm going to go by Jennifer Capriotti. Carolyn Capriotti. That'd be good. Hey. Oh, that is good. All right. Um, I think I'll stick with my name. I mean, people have pronounced harder names. and, um, and, and it's Gorbachev. Gorbachev. It's very difficult. <laughs> um, it's a great conversation starter. People you know who I miss? Gorbachev? Boris Yeltsin. Oh. Mm, Boris. Yes. yes. Simpler times. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the good old days of the Cold War. And, and the non-mafia Russian presidents. Right. You better cut this because we might be next. All right. Uh, all right. Carolyn, what do you got? Well, first and foremost, um, I need to give a shout out to Marcy. Okay. Um, she is a fan from Palo Alto. Hey, we spread our wings very wide. Get all yes. the way to the West Coast. You bet. She really likes you guys, but she loves me. Right. 
So, mm. hi, Marcy. I'd say hi, but I realize I'm just a second or even third fiddle on this Marcy deal here. So, well, my ego is just a little bit out of control right now. Right. So I apologize. I mean, you are simply glowing. I know. Yeah. Anyway, um, breaking news. <laughs> what is it? Um, charges against Robert Kraft have been dropped. I had seen that, or at least that it was going to be. Is it official it's now? It's officially dropped. As you may remember, he was soliciting a prostitute at a massage parlor. Yes, I do remember. I Prior wasn't to the sure. Super Bowl. Yes. And um, somehow, miraculously, these charges were dropped against a billionaire. It's amazing. I don't know. I mean, it's crazy. Um, Vanessa Bryant is suing the LA Sheriff's Office because... Yes. Eight deputies took or shared graphic photos from the crash scene. Okay. And her goal is to have that never happen to a family again. I don't think she's trying to get money. I think she's trying to stop this from ever, you know, happening again. And I hope she wins. All right. Now, I've seen some of these, you know, headlines on this. I admit I have not read, uh, not even extensively, even anything about this. So I'm, I don't, I don't know uh, the nature of what the alleged wrongdoing is. Uh, but, yeah, it's a very sensitive, obviously, and uh, ho- horrendous thing. Yeah, so what happened were some of the deputies took pictures at the site. Yes. Showed them to people. I don't think they sold them, but they might have tried to. I'm not sure. So they were taking pictures not for professional purposes, but for personal purposes? They might have taken them for professional purposes, but used them to show people. Unprofessionally. Unprofessionally. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah, probably shouldn't do that. No, I would. I, I think it's frowned upon. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy she's suing them and hopefully whatever comes of it, if she wins, she would donate to a charity or something. Whatever but it might yeah, be. yeah. Very good. Thank mm-hmm. you, Carolyn. Mm-hmm. Moving right along, um, Jason Whitlock. Let's yes. talk about this Goomba. <laughs> what is his problem? So many things. Like, talk about so a many sexist. Things. He's complaining that there are basically he's complaining that good looking women are sports reporters or that women that are sports reporters are only sports reporters because they're good looking. Right. What's the problem here? He has so many problems. It's insane. Oh, man. If this is one of the primary reasons why people should still be allowed to punch other people in the face. (laughs) Man, I'm glad you feel something and know something about this because I have no idea. Okay, so Jason Whitlock, uh, he has long time been a columnist. He, I know who Jason Whitlock he is. He used to be, I would say, solid, never great, but solid. He, what, what's happening to the world, particularly media personalities, is just so concerning to me. It's the, it's the it's the definition of worshiping the almighty dollar and completely and utterly selling out against your own personal principles and or maybe you're just your mind is becoming so warped that you are becoming the person that you're representing and if that's the case then you need to get help like if you're skip bayless and you think that your way to stay relevant is to berate somebody for talking about depression because his brother just killed himself like, man, I, I don't have any answers for you. You you have some issues. Jason Whitlock, he started this by going in on Alex Flanagan. Alex Flanagan is a wonderful, NBC, yeah. wonderfully accomplished, awesome reporter. And 
I don't think that people really understand the chaos that is being a sideline reporter in the NFL for big games, playoff games, things like that. It, it's not like even college football where you have brokers and you have you have sports information, people that are helping you and stuff like that. This whole thing started with Alex Flanagan doing an interview with Pete Carroll after the infamous Seahawks Packers playoff game mm. that you were at. Mm-hmm. That was a wild, wild ending. But when you're on network TV, so many of the people that are going to be watching the NFL are not watching anything else on NBC. And there's tens of millions of people that are watching everything else on NBC and not the NFL. So when it's the end of the game, you have to hit the clock because you can't go into NBC's content. You need whatever's on on Sunday night or whatever to play. And so the sideline reporter, their job is to get the quotes as quick as possible so then you can get out so you can get back to your quote-unquote regularly scheduled programming. So in that moment, she went and hunted down Pete Carroll. He's celebrating. He's going crazy. She gets two quotes from him. Gets off. It's total chaos. Dick Eversalls were yelling in her ear. Regardless, Jason Willock decides to roast her on Twitter. Alex Flanagan is a plastic Barbie. All she really ever does is take questions from her producer. She doesn't understand the game. We need to send her to sports school, blah, 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 blah. She went back at him on Twitter. He refused to engage with her, just continued to call her a fake Barbie. Then she found him in a, like, a little while later, they ran into each other. She tried to talk to him. He wouldn't talk to her. Then he kept going at her on Twitter. This has now become like his shtick. So now lately, he's going after Maria Taylor and Katie Nolan and talking about how he doubled what Carolyn talked about last week with the, the talk radio host yeah. saying Maria Taylor was dressed like somebody that's hosting the adult video awards or whatever. Mm-hmm. He like doubled down on that, like wrote a column all about how Maria Taylor's only on TV because she's beautiful. And then he like threw Katie Nolan in there for I have no really any idea why. But he just like keeps going and keeps going. I just don't understand. Like, why did you decide to make this your shtick? He did an article on Kate Nolan, too, and basically said she doesn't deserve this million dollar contract she had or whatever the the contract is just because she's pretty. I mean, she's obviously doing a good enough job to get ratings for them to want to give her more airtime and a show. I don't even know what she does. But being offended by this because she's beautiful I take personal offense too. <laughs> now, kidding. I have done sideline reporting. And if I was going to defend Jason Whitlock, I would say I didn't get any contract. And so it's clearly looks based. <laughs> Coming back to reality, I would also say this. We did, I did sideline reporting for high school football games pre-recorded. Like the game obviously is live, but it wasn't a live broadcast of it. So you could do multiple takes. I bet I did 20 takes a game for 15, 20 seconds, maybe a minute of like talking. It is the hardest. It is so much harder than doing to me two and a half hours of play by play. The play by play carries itself. You just sit here and you do the thing to get up there and be. It's unbelievable how hard it is not to be awkward when you're just on television. Now, fortunately, Coulter and I have settled into a very natural thing on this SWX TV. Thank you very much. Right. But when like the camera turns on and it's you and you got to say something like interesting and sort of there's always the question of, well, why is this person telling me instead of the people in the booth telling me? And and. It is incredibly difficult to do. I mean, it's just it is the hardest thing to do well in sports, in my opinion, in live sports television, I guess I should say, in live game television to be the sideline, you know, reporter for any of this. And people who haven't done it or don't do it, 
just got no clue. And even when it's done relatively poorly, and we would all agree, yeah, it probably wasn't that great a job. You just you got no idea how how hard a thing it is to do. And so to then critique people and say, well, you're only there because you look like this or you're of this gender or whatever it, it might be is just it's just insanity. Like just I'm so tired of this. What else we got, Carolyn? Um, that's it. No, it's Although not that's it. All folks, that's not it. You's about to be famous. Oh yeah, that. Er. More famous. Yeah, is that yes. how you say it? Mm-hmm. Not famouser. Right. Obviously, well. that journalism school worked out. My uh, third grade teacher's got a lot of work mm-hmm. to do. Yes, I'm going to be famous. I will be um, get getting my COVID test, and mm. they're taking all the precautions. And uh, I'm just really excited. This is a very exciting time in my life. Tell the people again uh, why, what this is about, because most people have no idea what you're talking about right now. The show Yellowstone, the hit show Yellowstone, starring one Kevin Costner. Heard of him. Filming 100% in Montana because Mm -hmm. of COVID and Mm -hmm. because Montana's awesome. Indeed. And they needed extras, local extras. And I said, well, sign me up. Now, what was the process like to like be selected is it written is it like do you have to it's not in speaking so i don't suppose you have to deliver any lines do you got to send in a headshot like what happens well um i sent in an email and with my pictures yellowstone extras at gmail.com Yes, that's it how did you know i swear to god that's it i swear that's hilarious (laughs) that was funny I sent in um, my info and waited with, I mean, I was just like, I was starting to feel sad. Like, actually, had I not been called by now, I was going to send out a plea today (laughs) to anyone from Yellowstone that might be listening. But thankfully, they picked me. They looked at my pearly whites yes and uh they said she's she's great for background (laughs) 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 and um i don't know i'll be they're filming somewhere in missoula next week i don't know where though you don't even have to go out of town no oh man well so yeah i did request a trailer Mm. of my own with Mm. no green m&ms right and um evian on ice Mm. We'll see. Is that tequila? No, it's water. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that they called it tequila in Entourage. Isn't that called Avion? Isn't Vince Chase's tequila company? There is some sort of uh, related thing, but I know what you're talking about. It's probably from the 90s. Uh, Well, we look forward to next week when you can tell us about all of the uh, interesting thing of becoming a, a, a television movie star. Just everyone send out good thoughts that maybe they'll give me a speaking role. Mm. Maybe I'll just send them these clips. You have a Hmm. speaking role here. Yeah, I know I do have a speaking role here, but I want one on Yellowstone. Well, congratulations on your big, uh, you know, break. Thank you. We wish you the best. The chick who doesn't know sports brought to us by the Iron Grizz. Whether or not you're a, you know, superstar or whatever, you can still go to the Iron Grizz and have yourself treated like a superstar with the great food that they got out there unbelievable menu super fresh they're growing their own garden that they're using in the cooking great wine selection and coulter we want people to know about it so we're going to send them out there on us 
Got a free appetizer and a free bottle of wine for you if you give us a call. Second caller, free app and a free bottle of wine from the Iron Grizz, 361-3688. If you haven't been to the Iron Grizz, you need to go check it out. It's the definition of a farm-to-table eatery, and the farm itself, it's right there. The there. garden is right out right. front. They have these harlequin ducks that keep the veggies and fruits that they grow there all nice and clean for you, so you don't have to have any like parasites on there. You don't have to have any sort of fertilizer, any sort of the weird stuff that we're all trying to avoid these days. Truly sustainable. Chef Jesse does a great job. The Cajun menu right now is awesome. So head on down to the Iron Grizz. If you haven't tried it, you need to try it. If you have tried it, I'm sure you want to go back. Give us a call. Second caller, 361-3688. Free appetizer and a bottle of wine from the Iron Grizz. Iron Grizz, 515 South Avenue East, located at the base of Mount Sentinel, attached to the University of Montana Golf Course. Go try the Iron Grizz American Bistro today. Put a bow on the week. Next. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. Oh, happy Friday, boys and girls. Hope you got great weekend plans out there in front of you. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe. It's 2 Tell Nuanas at ESPN Radio. It's SWX Montana Television. If you miss anything in the show, listen on the podcast. The 2 Tell Nuanas podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. The 2 Tell Nuanas podcast is available thanks to Blackfoot Communications. Also, get the Grizz Great Silver Anniversary of the 1995 National Champions podcast available on all platforms, Google, Apple, Spotify, and at grizzgrates.com. Go listen to it. The weekend on ESPN Radio sets up like this. In about two minutes, we're sending you to the bubble to see if the Boston Celtics can live for yet low two more days in the uh, fifth game of the Eastern, excuse me, sixth game of the Eastern. No, it is the fifth game of the Eastern Conference Finals. They're down 3-1. Yeah, 3-1. Uh, so game five tonight, and uh, if they can uh, manage to hang on, they will be game six on Sunday. Tomorrow, our first college football game of the year on ESPN Radio, Florida at Ole Miss. 10 a.m. kickoff for that, 9 a.m. the pregame starts, and then tomorrow night, it will be game five of the Western Conference Finals. The Lakers and the Nuggets didn't even talk about that. The Lakers coming through, getting the big win last night. So Your they boy go up three AD games stepped to up one. a little bit, too. I, I said what I said yesterday, and I don't back off from that at all. He did have a better performance. It's just not enough for me. The last thing, too, then. <laughs> Must be the weekend. On Sunday. The Seattle Seahawks. We're happy to be once again, again, the affiliate of the Seattle Seahawks. Sunday at noon. We will start the pregame, 2.20 kickoff, take you all the way through on everything that is Seahawks football uh, with uh, Steve Rabel on the call there for you on Sunday. So there you go. First sort of good team the Seahawks have played. Uh, what? Well, I guess the Patriots are good. Sorry. I, I got it. They're all muddled together at this moment. I, I just think that it's a great matchup this week for the Seahawks, though. I know that the Cowboys have some hype because they always got some hype. But Do you like the Seahawks against the number? They're five-point favorites. I don't. I like the Seahawks straight up, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the numbers. The I think people making the numbers are voodoo magic. I, I think the number is right on it. Like I could see this being 38, 33 take. I think the over under is 56. Take though. the over. <laughs> 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how either of these teams stops the other offense at the end of the day. Well, Seattle's not stopping anybody. They're gonna have to outscore everybody. Well, they're capable of doing just that. Uh, boys and girls, enjoy Heat Celtics right now to get your weekend started right here on ESPN Radio. Appreciate each and every one of you. Be well. Take care of each other. Stand up for one another. And uh, we will see you on Monday. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.